Welcome to L. W. L. W. A. F. L. M. O. I. T. L. W. A. F. L. M. O. I. T. Welcome. Well, so let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. Hi, sorry I started talking before I was introduced. Oh, and just... You were enticed by the L, the W, the A, the F, the L, the M, the O, the Y, and the T, uh, our acronym. And that's the only way you can subscribe to our podcast. Uh, you can use any service, but we're on the iTunes. Uh, but you do have to use L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Well, let's say I would rather hear it streamed first. Well, then you should listen to meetmeradio.fm. Yeah. the coolest thing ever. Right. For seven, and then you go there and you listen, and you listen to us every Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, right? Like mm -hmm. you go to the beach and you hang out, or five o'clock Eastern Standard Time, you know, like you go to the you Jersey go to, beach. The, you, go to the <laughs> sure. you go to the slum. You go to the club. You go to the 7-11. Yeah, you go to the parking lot. Listen, don't, don't have, stay home. Yeah, if you can't stay home. But uh, we are going to watch a full-length movie on YouTube, and the premise is very simple. You listen to us, either you stream it uh, on Muni Radio, or you listen to our podcast, or you go check us out on our on our YouTube channel, LWAFLMOYT, or you follow us on Facebook at Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube with my speaker and Carl, and we take a movie and we watch it. So you listen to the podcast and watch the movie at the same time. Carl, what movie on YouTube are we watching today? Uh, the movie today that we will watch, if you will, let's watch with me a full-length movie on YouTube, is The Morning After 1986. The Morning After 1986. And the channel we like is Mary Marina, who's doing quite well in the subscribers area. Mary Marina. Oh, well, very nice. What is quite nice? Is it a medium five it's, figure? It's over four thousand. I mean, she's it's, got yeah, it's good four it's times a, a mid. Yeah, she has eight times our subscribers. <laughs> oh, I know. I hear you. But you can still subscribe, everyone. She's a uh, I'm going to subscribe. There, I subscribed, Carl. Oh, okay. So let's see. It says no. It says still says four point two four k. So do it <laughs> again. One. Do Plus it one. again. Look, sorry, I'm going to be press two. You should always subscribe often and, and early. Hmm. All right. So we want you to go ahead and click the morning after movie. That's the name of the link. And that is hosted by Mary Marina, who we just subscribed to. And we want you to hit it. When it shows up, hit the uh, pause. Let it buffer. You'll have a little circle. Then move the slider to zero, zero, zero. And we are very excited. Ah, oh, this is an exclusive, although this is the third time we've done it. We have a <laughs> special comedian countdown where we have a, a comedian and this by the way even though i have no idea who the comedian is yeah. my favorite comedian and i'm really <laughs> excited to have uh carl present the comedian countdown with our favorite comedian ladies and gentlemen welcome to celebrity comedian countdown with anthony quinn anthony quinn ladies and gentlemen hi how you doing i'm anthony quinn Anthony, do you I, consider yourself a Jersey comedian or like a New York, you know, like a tri-state comedian? Um, dude, I, I can't discriminate. I'm just, I'm everywhere, baby. <laughs> you know, if there's a microphone, Carl, that's where I'll be, baby. I'm all right? not fair. 
<laughs> now, one place that I always find you behind a microphone is on your podcast. Now, that's plural. Now, my favorite is Quinspiracy. And you can find that on Apple, wherever you get uh, podcasts, Spotify, Spotify. And uh, the other one is Food Addict, right? Which one yes. are you more proud of? Um, you know, they're both different. And, you know, people like them both. I've gotten a good response. I think Food Addict um, is actually a... Uh, kind of getting more of a following now um it just you know people can identify with it more i mean we live this is new york new jersey you know we we got good food here man yeah. <laughs> and uh so people identifying with the troubles i have being a food addict is not so hard to imagine understood so it's very relatable and it's uh it's growing. Yeah. It's like okay, so 72% women whoa really yeah wow. baby yeah, that is a demographic. I'm Anthony like Quinn. I like saying my name. Yes. <laughs> okay, so today we are watching uh, the morning after with Jane Fonda and Jeff Bridges, and we need you to count it down. So give us a hand. And oh my do God, it. Jane Fonda! Wow, yeah. she she was hot back in the day, dude. Back in the day, and that's what we're watching. This is 1986, so she's getting a little weathered, but it's she's still pretty as hell. Dude, honestly, Jane Fonda right now, I, I would not turn her down. <laughs> Dude, I would be all, Jane Fonda, wherever you are, my name is Anthony Quinn. Give me a ring. <laughs> I'd like to thank Carl for having me on his podcast, and we're going to do the countdown right now. Three, two, one, go. Ah, fresh from the uh, Burbank lot of Warner Brothers. Ah, we must be watching Casablanca. As time rolls over you. That's not the song. Yeah, it's about what time literal. Hey, look, oh. it's Ella La. La Ona. That is the famous Los Angeles show, Iaia Ona. And it's having this little piece about this guy who does. You know, he photographs uh, bodybuilders, but often they're naked, right? Ooh, yeah. Right. And it's a big controversy. Is he a good guy or a filthy? Is it art or is it sleaze? It depends. Are they lady bodybuilders, male bodybuilders? Yeah. 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 yeah okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm worried about <laughs> All right. Well, that's I on Una. Okay, so clearly it's the morning after. And who should be sleeping right there in the bed? The guy who was just on TV. Oh, that's him right there? Yeah, and he is Buddy, tired. wake up. You're missing yourself. You're at the Leona. That's how you know you're big. When you've got a spot on EA uh, Una and you just blow it off. You're like, I'm going to sleep through it like a log. Why is he sleeping like a log? What's his secret? <laughs> he was dead tired and he's still dead tired. But he's this got is... the premiere of Weekend at Birdie to attend. Actually, I got tickets. Right. If he was alive, he would have been watching, actually, Onia. Oh. Yeah, uh, Ona. Now, this is Peter Fonda, and she won. This is her best acting of the whole film. 
She went oh my God. Oh. Look at this ketchup. Ketchup everywhere. Do this we have fries? <laughs> did, he leave, did he leave some fries? Right. There was fries and one of those plastic uh, cups. Bowls. Yeah. The yeah. <laughs> right. With the lid. With the fork. With the lid. Prong. You know, the fork that's a trident. So that's him on TV. That's him dead in bed. Yeah, that's right. But we don't, you know, clearly he's dead, actually. It's no spoiler. Well, this I mean, guy... you eat, listen, if, if you eat fries in bed, you're going to die of cholesterol, high cholesterol for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. High blood pressure. Now, this guy's real life name is Jeffrey Scott, and he is, he was on the television series Dynasty. From 82 to 84. So obviously here in 86, he got himself apart. But this right. is it. He's just dead. That's it. That's it. He's the dead guy. His acting dynasty. And this is not Weekend at Bernie's. He will not have a prominent role. He doesn't okay. show up halfway through. This, so she has to pretend he's alive for the rest of the movie and, and, and business meetings and Palm Beach. Uh, <laughs> right. And she resort. gets him these sunglasses that are round. <laughs> Yeah, and a hat. <laughs> okay, so he, what we have here is an alcoholic who has woken up in the morning, blacked out. She doesn't remember what happened last night, but she woke up with the dead guy. Did she kill him? What do you think? Carl, you saw this movie. Yes. How many times did you see this movie? This is, this is only three. I saw this movie all the way through twice. That's it. So you know who, who, if she did it or not. Yes, I do. She's doing a wake and bake. Oh, the hair of a dog that bit you, babe. Right. Do you want me to just do spoilers? Because I think people who listen to our show know I'm doing spoilers. No, no, you can't. I mean, the whole gimmick of this movie is, is whether or not. She did it? Yeah. So let's Okay. Keep... Now, the director will spare us this puking. We will oh, right. not witness Still, that's when you have to go to Leonard Part Six. She's in Leonard Part Six. She has an exercise tape where she personally right. says, "Hi, Leonard. <laughs> I hope you had a good workout, Leonard." Now I know you already know this, but her Jane Fonda's workout—it was 1982, so she was known for that. As we watch her on the silver screen, that right. became the highest-selling VHS of all time. And of course, we don't. There's no more sales on VHS. Nobody has a chance to beat it, but it was the highest selling, and it would be the first of 22 such videos over the next 13 years. She would sell 17 million copies. Well, that's good. And none that of it was golf on golf. Yeah. And Leonard got his own copy. Her highest selling video cassette was when uh, Gallagher came over. <laughs> At Peter North. Peter North. That that's like the biggest selling video cassette from the eighties, right there. <laughs> you know who Peter North is? Yeah, he's Santa Claus. He lives up north. I have heard. Yes, he's yeah. He's got the North Pole. <laughs> no, she's gonna. She's got a drink in her. Yeah, she's gonna call nine one one. That's what a normal person would do, but. Uh, our character is not a normal person. So she's calling her husband, Jackie. 
Now, she must live in prime real estate in 1986. She doesn't know where she is. It's a converted loft, right? Downtown Los Angeles? She, yeah, but it's the first time she's ever been there. It's the morning after. Where am I? What happened? Well, you know, Carl, the reason why I wanted to do this movie is that just looking at the films we've done, I said, we got to do a morning after. (laughs) Okay. We got to need a morning after. Oh, there's got to be a there's morning got to be. after. <laughs> okay, so now we're learning that she is a washed-up actress. And it's unclear, the director never makes it clear to us, if, if she lost her movie parts and that she started drinking or if she started drinking and she probably could have kept on doing stuff but she wrecked it for herself her her husband here it's like an ex-husband but her husband here is telling her about how she screwed up last night with the producer was going to give her a movie i'm gonna let him tell us so he's given key plot point but she doesn't remember right classic noir I don't recall. I have amnesia. What am I doing in this hotel room? <laughs> this is the cops. You may or not being framed. Am I being framed? I can't remember. <laughs> now, uh, you saw the, the no smoking sign right there. Yeah, I know. It's an 80s film. You always have to have, like, murder and then people going, ah, you should quit smoking. No, no. They even smoke in this film. She smokes in this film. Right, but they have to counterbalance it by having a set design of a sign that says no smoking on it. Now, watch you'll see a cop wave at Raul while he's on his cell phone in a car. It's it's a Jeep phone. Okay, they're very popular in 86. They were very inexpensive, very Jeep. So you think it's because of the, the, the drought and the wildfires in California that they say no smoking? I know for a fact that yeah, and if you flick your cigarette off the side of the road or whatever, it's a ticket. Easiest way to get rid of your cigarette. Yeah, you just flick it. <laughs> oh, so what else am I going to do? My ashtray is full. Keep my marbles in there. <laughs> There's Keep always... Gotta get it go. Oh, my goodness. You know, my uh, L.A. smarts tell me uh, that we're looking right now at uh, 544 Mateo Street. Uh-huh. Your, yeah. soccer, your soccer sense? Nate. My soccer says it's tingling. Jane Fonda is walking down uh, Beverly. Now, for some reason, the film starts now and the credits. And we only and see... We only see... Okay, she walks from West Hollywood to Gardenia... You'll see. It's just this long. This is a good director. He's no slouch, but. Listen, people walk in LA, Jane Fonda. Listen to this inappropriate music. It's like Kenny Loggins. There you go. There's the title. Good morning. I have a bad movie rule, Carl. My bad movie rule is that the movie is bad before the opening credits start. Like, it just it makes no sense. And then while the credits roll, you, you know, like, the movies just start when it says directed by, you know, blah. 
But if the movie's so bad before you even get to that point, then the movie's bad. Right. There's no way. There's no way it can get better. Well, I don't know. Is this movie bad? I, I, I it's. No, it's, it's good. It's Bill Murray. She woke up and she doesn't know where she is, and there's a murder, and she doesn't recall. <laughs> Bill Noir. She's a good. Shot Los Angeles. Los Angeles Noir. Fuck you, San Francisco Noir. It's Los Angeles right. Noir, baby. Hey, you... New York Noir, suck on this. It's Los Angeles Noir. <laughs> well, actually, the genre is American neo-noir mystery thriller film. Okay, but American means right. shot in California. Yeah. Neon means Los Angeles. Keep neo going. means new, new film new. noir. Oh, not neon noir? Now Ooh, there's... Jack Sidney Lumet. Yeah, that's right. Now he did Dog Day Afternoon. He did Network. He did The wow. Verdict. I mean, he's done some good stuff. He did yeah. Prince of the City. I don't know that. And he did that's a great Ten movie. Angry Men. Ten Angry Men. That's right. Yeah. That was a metric movie. That's how he started. Okay, wait. Now the cab driver says the wrong thing. Oh, he knows. He says Thursday, November 28th, 1986, meaning it's Thanksgiving Day. But the truth was that day was a Friday. Thank you, Internet. Oh, I thought that was a plot point. <laughs> no. You know, Sidney Lumet directed the famous metric movie, Ten Angry Men. But yeah, that's right. And he was so good with the budget they afforded. Yeah, they right. Squeeze in. It went under budget. It was great. Okay, here's Bruce Valanche. Bruce Valanche. Or Valanche, as you say. And my street smarts of L.A. tell me it's clearly 8857 Santa Monica Boulevard, West Hollywood. And it's a gay bar called The Bathhouse in West Hollywood. And it's so gay, uh, Bruce Valanche is the bartender. <laughs> oh, get some pills. Don't forget the pills. Well, she's packing. She's running. You see... She's woken up. There's a dead guy. She's got a little bit of a history with cops. Right. Um, oh, I didn't know that. We don't learn it for a long time, but she had a her first husband. She like sort of came at him with a knife. Um, but I mean, yeah. it was years ago. Anyway, she's scared. She wants to. Her house is so noir, neon noir. Well, it's trying to be 1950s retro, don't you think? <clears throat> yeah, which is ironic in the 80s. Well, no, in the 80s, it was all 50s. Uh, remember, ha well, Happy Days was really the 70s. But the 80s yeah. were all about the 50s, right? Right, it's a 30-year difference. Yeah, the 70s 30 years. Right. The 70s That's had Grease and Happy Days and American Graffiti, so it probably started in the 70s. Yeah. And Shana was Woodstock, so that's 68, 67, yeah. or whatever. But it was, uh, it definitely kind of peaked. Every kind of reunion and nostalgia has to be 20 years prior. It takes 20 years to process and then, you know, 30 years to, to poke holes. Right. And Sean and I really profited from that. I remember this interview with him, uh, the lead singer, Max. He was saying, boom, get a job. <laughs> Wow, I remember. Was, uh, he said that the cowboy for the village people. It was, it was really awkward. <laughs> Hi, uh, like a non-smoking uh, post-murder one-way ticket, please. I like a no-sheeting <laughs> section. Yeah, 
I've had enough death for one day. Okay, so it's Thanksgiving. That's the plot point that tells us she ain't getting a flight. Oh, right. So it's like planes, trains, and automobiles. Yeah, she and Steve Martin have to travel <laughs> together. She's like, she goes to meet Steve Martin all excited and happy, and oh, it's John Candy. <laughs> all right, oh, Fasto, hop in the cab. Tim this, Tuttle. This will be the automobile part of our journey. Right, the plays, trains, and automobiles. I checked it off during that movie. I brought a little checklist. The thing is, they never got on the plane, so does that really count? They were about to. They used it was all fake uh, companies like the the rental car and the, mm -hmm. and the Greyhound or whatever. It was all like movie name because of legal reasons, and I don't think anyone really wanted to put their name on it. Yes, like you know, it's Greyhound because that would be product place. I mean, I, I can't ex wonder why. Well, I don't know. I just want to let you know for the... it, it would it would paint them in a bad light that you know they can't. Do, the rental car wrecked up and yeah and like they the, yeah the people are crazy in the bus just my opinion but i don't know what that means in the movie <laughs> but so basically we're learning that she's a jerk because she's an alcoholic she tried to get on a flight by telling this lie about her daughter needs an operation that got exposed now she's lying to these guys who she stuck in that she called the auto club and it just wouldn't start. I'll try it again. And oh, it starts. And Ooh. okay, now she tried to run, fly away on a plane. It didn't work out. So now she just wants to get going, but she's had an accident and they say they're going to call the cops. So what does she do? She skedaddles. Boom. Well, you could do nuts. This is definitely pre 9 11, but you can still do that at LAX. You could just go ahead and hit someone in the nuts and run. Now look, but hitting the nuts guy, he'll have none of it. Get back here, nut hitter. <laughs> I swear to God, the last time I hit someone in the nuts outside the airport, I got two stars. I was playing Grand Theft Auto oh. and the cops came. Wow, look at that butt. That is clearly Jeff Bridges. Look at that ass. Oh, you could tell from there? It hugs yeah, what a, the jeans. It is Jeff Bridges, clean-shaven Jeff Bridges. That's right, youthful Jeff Bridges. We're in luck, clean-shaven Jeff Bridges. With a 1955 Chevy. Oh, that's 30 years. So she's just hopped into the car to try to evade nuts, kick, you know, kick in the nuts guy. Right. Or door in the nuts. And so Jeff Bridges is like, this ain't a pickup, is it? And, you know, just check in and, you know, his he's garage like, is, his garage is like a quarter mile from the airport. No, he's at the parking lot of the airport. Oh, I see. He was dropping off his daughter uh, and then his car wouldn't start. And uh, the thing is, he claims it's a 56, 56 Chevy, and the internet makes a big deal. It's clearly a 55 because of the taillights. They only came out that year. It's clearly a 55. Am I right, Mike? Well, I was going to say, but I didn't really want to you know, sound like a gearhead or a snob. Yeah. Oh, la-di-da. <laughs> oh, la-di-da. Now, look, I just saw the LAX... Uh, you know that the that letters semicircle, um, the famous yeah. landmark of it. 
Well, there was like a rotate. I think the rotating restaurant is still there. Mm-hmm. But what you see now, I guess, for at least the last 10 to 15 years, are the letters LAX uh-huh. okay. when you approach. Yeah, I I think that they should have stuck with the design because just to put the initials there, that's pretty lax. That was lax of them. Way big lax. <laughs> well, they did it again, Carl. And I kept telling them, you got to relax. Oh, re- they're going to again re-up the, the lax. They're going to relax. They're going to relax, yeah. Okay, now, so this was shot in 86. We you take a look, there's Tony's house right there on the left. Oh, there it is. There it is. Yeah, Tony. Right there. He lived by the arch. Died <laughs> by the arch. He really did. crashed into him. Tony died by the arch? Yeah, a plane crashed right into Tony. Yeah, if you yeah, live the runway. by the arch, if one lives by the arch, one dies. One dies by the arch. <laughs> He went to the rotating restaurant up there. You know what he thought of the food? What? Revolting. <laughs> Revolving? Yeah, around the, the restaurant. Oh, look here. You know, my uh, Los Angeles smarts tells me that they are at Landeria Heights. You sure it's not Nebraska? What is no, it's Heights? definitely Landera Heights in Los Angeles, California. I mean, That's look it. at it. I've been there a million times. Oh, I don't have that kind of Los Angeles spidey sense you got. Sometimes what I used to do, I used to pull up in my Chevy and I would look at the oil pump, pumping, 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 and it started to get a little horny. Oh, really? Why did you keep looking at yourself? No, I would look at the oil pump. It was oh, pumping, yeah, penetrating that land. Well, it never slowed down. It never stopped. Like it, a jackhammer. That's what you're into. It had the fortitude. Too. But they, oh, no, they did use some oil. It was lubricated. They did have oil. I had a side business where I would help uh, men with with problems. They would come over to the oil rig and they would look, yell at it. They'd be like, "Come on, <laughs> come on, you can do it." Look at that now, oil rig for inspiration. Listen, I want to say that Jeff uh, Bridges just got off a Tron here. And he was in Kiss Me Goodbye, a rom-com with Sally Field. Back in uh, 86? Uh, Earlier, 84. And he did Starman. Right. So he was big. Everybody knew him. Oh, yeah. Well, he was big in the 70s, of course. And then the 80s, he had like a string of films. Yeah. Like this one is a classy film, Sidney Lumet and uh, Jane Fonda and. Oh yeah, he's a hundred percent a Hollywood actor here. Absolutely, and um, this was still at the time in which he was trying to be a pretty boy, but he was getting older. But he didn't have. Remember how Jeff Bridges turned into like he has character, you know? Well, he, he aged he became, well. He became bearded, absent-minded country guy, singing guy. He's the country singer that you don't want to leave your kids alone with. <laughs> well, you know, one thing I really like about him in his career today is he's always different. Like, if he's the bad guy in Iron Man with Tony Stark, right. you know, he looks one way. And then if he's, like, true grit, he's got a totally different look and feel, you know? And if he's right. the big Lebowski or if he's he – He always he does have that, yes. Yeah. Yeah, he has like a movement and weight to him. And some characters are lighter on their feet and some are just, you know, like 
Right. Like when he was yeah. doing K packs, he was just a boring uh, psychiatrist and he played the part. I'm a dad. I'm a doctor. Right. He, he's just, he's a good actor. He changes it up. He was in character the whole time. He would say, Listen, Kevin, I still don't believe you're an alien. And he said, well, Okay, well, that's great. We're not shooting for another two hours, but thanks for letting me know. Because <laughs> he was still in character. He was in character. You're not an alien. You're not an alien. Okay, well, the movie wrapped two weeks ago, but thank you. <laughs> he lives the part, and he parts to live. Iceman. Oh, no, Starman. He was frozen in ice, but, we, but he was in outer space. And he's a man. And there's stars in outer space. Hang on, Starman. Did they okay. just try to get there? Now, what's happened here is she tried to run away to L.A. She couldn't. Uh, to the um, she tried to wait, run away from LA by plane. She couldn't, right. so she's gotten a ride back to the scene of the crime from Jeff Bridges, and she's gonna. She's really a good actress here because she's doing something she would never do in her regular life. <laughs> What's that? Clean the bathroom. Seriously, she comes from a very famous family. She's always been rich. She's been successful. Do you think she's look what she's doing right now? This she's is cleaning acting. Which which people clean? Listen, how do you think she met Ted Turner? She's cleaning the bathroom one day. Right. Yeah. And Ted Turner How are you doing in my bathroom? It's executive bathroom. Can you believe she divorced Ted Turner? It's crazy. Yeah, she maybe was, uh, Ted Turner is crazy. Ted Turner believed in colorization. And he believed in Hannah, owning Hanna-Barbera. So I think, you know, like there's some pros and cons of that. Now, she is having, Jane Fonda is doing some good acting here. She is talking to the corpse, apologizing, saying, if I did this, I'm really sorry. I am a nice person. I don't know why I killed you, if I killed you. So she's getting rid of all the evidence now. Why isn't she calling the cops? She's just too scared. They're going to think she it was her. The history. Yeah. She's got a cop past. Right. Cop passed. Now, he was like, you know, he was on what, Falcon Crest? What was it? And uh, this is his role in this film. Here it is. Dynasty. He was on Dynasty from 82 to 84. And this is the level of work he got after Dynasty. Look how his mouth is staying perfectly open. Yeah, it's good acting. She well, is. This, uh, they, they showed this scene on Falcon Crest and he won an Emmy. It was such great television acting. <laughs> I thought he was very stiff in it. <laughs> so she's like talking to herself. She's trying to psychologically get through it. She's like, uh, now she's mad at him. Oh, right. This you, is if this, I killed you, you must have pissed me off. What did you do? Call me a lush. This is the prequel to Weekend at Bernie's. It's weekday at Bernie's. Weeknight at Bernie's. Well, the morning after. Uh, was it prequel? Before. Yes. Yeah, the, right. the prequel was the night before. Something about that closet, Mike. I, uh, there's something about the closet. Hmm. 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 You think something's in the closet? Uh, look, she's washing, I guess she's getting rid of things she touched, including that bottle of liquor. That's how people wash stuff in the 80s. You just throw it all in there. Look, she she touched the phone. Now she's watching the, washing the phone. 
Yeah, clean it for bugs. She she was using the nine seven six lawnmowers. He wanted to cover her tracks. She's got her heels. One nine hundred party line. Oh, I feel so dirty, calling. <laughs> how dirty do you feel? Well, I'm gonna wash the phone after this. Yeah, I'm gonna wash the phone after this. That's so dirty. Well, it's, what's up with that closet? You see, the director doesn't really tell us. She just has a freak out. Listen, she's looking for the cat. Right. Here's she looks at the closet. Piece. She must right. be in the closet. Cat's in the closet. In now the she closet. has a freak out. Dee, 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 dee. But we don't understand why. She's trapped in the closet. In the closet. She's an actress, man. Oh, yeah, she is freaking out. Uh, for this part, she had her eyes widened. What do you mean? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> she did seriously study for this part, though. She based it on this actress named Gail Russell. She, she, Gail Russell was an actress. At 36, she was found dead in her apartment with empty liquor bottles. Um, she, I don't know. People say it's like the, her character in Clute, and I disagree entirely. Uh, no, have you seen the movie Clute? Sure. In Clute, that she was a prostitute who was strong-willed, and in this thing, she's flighty, she's irritable, she's drunk. So right. Jeff Bridges has just surprised her by finding out where her friend lived I don't know. He shouldn't be there, and she isn't even interested in why he's there. Like, it's kind of weird. He's you know what I mean? Sort of the, he's sort of the anti-Donald Sutherland from Clute. He's <laughs> he's clean-shaven. He tucks his shirted. Uh, <coughs> he has a nice the car. dreamer who had ideas. Okay, so Jeff Bridges was just somebody, you know, just some car she hopped into to get herself out of trouble. And now here he is showing like, up at the scene of the crime. Well, he's 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 bugging her, like he'll walk her to her door. Jane Fonda's like, I had enough of you. Goodbye. Now, in the big Lebowski, uh, Lebowski lives in an apartment building, and it's very LA. You see uh -huh. this walkway here? It really looks like he's in the big Lebowski. Well, it's part of the Big Lebowski uh, Universal Studios uh, walk. Oh, I Universal see. Studios next to the Simpsons <laughs> Harry Potter land. It's a so she does this alley. funny thing. She goes, she's like fed up with him. Like, you've got to go. So she does a disappearing act. Check it out. All right. Now I see her. That hair is crazy. So you think he's like, he's like regular guy, just regular Chris Pratt? Yep. So she just made him poof disappear when she counted the three. Great. Well, that's the end of the movie. Ta-da! Thanks for coming. Rated R. Rated R. Look. I did work. Right. That means he's back.
It didn't work. You need to go, mister. So now she invites him in. Well, and that was her fatal flaw. It, I mean, that was the mistake. He is now going to be the boyfriend. Oh, not he's yet, even, not yet. He, so he knew about her all along. It was no accident who happened to be fixing his jalopy in the LAX parking lot, right? No, they they hint at that, but no, that's not true. He really was just a who. Because <laughs> there would be a lot of planning in advance. But look it does get implied. Now look at all the mayonnaise. I know, huh? He's noting that she's got like 12 things of mayonnaise and nothing else. Well, I'm on a semen diet. You're what? You know, seafood diet. No, oh, semen I thought diet. you said the semen diet. I did say the semen diet. Just uh, one or two sailors every Friday? Yeah. I see, man. Carl, you know I'm on a seafood diet? Every time I see seafood, I ask, is that seafood? Because I'm on a seafood diet. Um, because I'm on a seafood diet. I get it. Well, my joke, the setup, punchline, and tag is the same. That's I'm on a perfect. Diet. That's perfect. Say yes. Bingo. It's a, it's a prime number. It is a prime number, three times. Okay, That's I got to get away from this. Movie poster tags. Last night she drank to forget. Today she woke up to a murder. Rated R. Remember. Well, they're doing. Is oh, her last hope the last man she should trust? You think it's bad news? I think he knew about the crime all along. He's just a Los Angeles lughead. He's the... <laughs> He's the dope in the film noir. He's an ex-cop. We find out he's an ex-cop. Oh. The only difference between this movie and something at TCM is he's not wearing a suit. <laughs> That's right. Nobody introduced it. Yeah. Here's the last <laughs> tag, right? The last tag. The morning after can be murder. It was, even before the movie started. <clears throat> Bless me. Crunch. Ooh, that's some good ranch dressing. Now, all of a sudden, Jane Fonda thinks this is a date. Well, maybe she just wants to look nice. You know, Jane Fonda really doesn't look nice. She's just like, she looks serious. You know what I mean? She's like a real woman. Uh, all right. What I mean is, like, we saw Marissa Torme last time or the time before, right? Yeah, right, and sure. Even for, as a grown-up uh, woman, she could still be the not serious person, right? But Jane Fonda think, can never be that. You don't think Jane Fonda could play for keeps? She's playing for keeps. <laughs> oh, you remember this. Barbarilla, right? Yeah. That was the only time she played somebody ditzy, and it really wasn't believable. She's no, just calamity, too smart. Calamity Jane's a parody. She's kind of uh, what was it? No, not Calamity Jane. That Western Sweet Charity or whatever. No, what, what was it called? It had <sighs> singers in it. it. Had an animated cowboy in the beginning as the as the Columbia sign. I don't remember. Well, she and was I've seen a, her film. No. Well, oh well. I'm not even going to bother to look at it. Well, the thing is, I'm just saying, like, she's a serious actress, and she's she's a real woman, you know? 
Whereas comedy monster monster in law. Yeah, that was right after she divorced Ted Turner. She did monster in law to say I'm back world. She did job in that. Remember monster in law? She's monster in law of monster in law. You know from the movie monster in law. Yeah. Well, who what role does she play? Great question. She's monster in law. Wow, that's set up punch and tag. Yeah, right there. I said it three times. That's a setup. Punch like that. That's a Michael Androme. Oh, speaking of drones, she's in China Syndrome. Oh, that's right. And she was excellent in that film. Love that movie. Well, I don't know about China, though. What were their syndromes? Uh, it was bird flu. Was it really? I had an argument with my friend about the bird flu. He was like, you know about the bird flu? And I was like, yeah, I know about the bird flu. They don't walk. Yeah, they, they don't walk. They, they flew. The bird flew. Now, this is a real interesting scene. We're getting to know each other, but it goes from nice, nice to fight, fight, to nice, nice to fight, fight, back and forth. And Jeff Bridges just takes it. Is he drinking? She's drinking. No, she, he doesn't drink. He will learn at the end of the film, spoiler, I don't care, that he used to be a drunk. That's why he can relate to her so well. He's an ex-cop. Yes. And he an ex-drunk. There was a damn damsel in Los Angeles in trouble. Yeah. And I don't know if I'm stupid or just the mic hammer in me, but I kept pursuing the case. That's right. And you're just stupid. He's really pursuing the girl. But she's a femme fatale, and he's going to be trapped in her web. Hello, I'm Ben Makovitz. Thank you for watching Turner Room Classic Movies. <laughs> well, she, the way, yeah, this is a Crapagarian collection. Yeah, right, right. We have a personal note for Ted Turner. How dare you watch <laughs> this piece of shit movie? How dare you put my ex in, these, in your film collection? So, Ted Turner off this film. She's she's really complex, this character, right? <clears throat> she's sweet and nice, but if you criticize her at all, she turns into a viper. It's like she's so used to be calling called a drunk that if you criticize her just a little bit, she gets into her all the way defensive mode. She's gonna fight you. She doesn't she just she's so used to it. But people still do it. No, I'm just saying she's a good actress in that she's got, like, layers to this character. Here she goes. Watch. She's starting to get mad now. Yes. Girl, oh, yeah, that's... Remember. Yeah, this is one thing that really sticks in her craw. This Turner doesn't know she's a famous person. Never saw her in a movie or anything. Really pisses her off. Oh, right. She's just a normal TV. person. Look, I was on TBS and TCV, uh, TNT, <laughs> and, and Turner, TCM. And I was in Turner. Yeah, WGBO. No? In Chicago? The Turner the Satellite. Uh, yeah, Boomerang. Did you see? I was on Boomerang. I was on the Cartoon Network. No, not, nothing? At what this time, yeah. um, she was, let's see. Was she married to Tom Hayden? Yeah, that's right. Tom Hayden. And she married Ted Turner in 91 and retired from acting. Um, But then, well, that explains Monster-in-Law. Hello. I'm back. I mean, hello. I'm still retired, obviously. 
But I mean, at this time, right, 86, I mean, she had just been in Agnes of God in 85. And she had been in uh, The Dollmaker. She got an Emmy for that in 84. She was she was a big deal. She had been through the 70s. She had gotten rid of the stigma, oh, you're just a, somebody's daughter, which Jeff well, Bridges is so, too. So, so Barbara realized she had this image of like the, the sex kid, you know, like. Yeah. And it was at the time she was married to this French director and. He kind of shaped her image, so she got away from him too. So you know mm -hmm. what I mean, and and that kind of image and, and stuff like that. So you know she's been around, and also she, uh, of course, was against the war. And we yeah. did a movie called FWA, right, with her. I not with me, Maybe not with, with you. It might have been earlier. Like it, it was patched and patched on YouTube. It wasn't the full movie, unfortunately. Uh huh. But it was she did a concert called FTW, and it was her and Donald Sutherland. I don't know if they were dating at the time, but it was stood for Fuck the Army, and they Ooh. would perform like USO shows to military men uh, fighting in the war. Right. And they did a documentary, and it was on well, these bits and pieces were on YouTube. She it was Roger Vadim was the Barbarella director you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. I think it's pronounced Robert, uh, Roger Vadim. Vadim. Roger Vadim. <clears throat> wow. So she's like, yeah, uh, he'll be right with you. No, well, no she's talking to Jackie now, and she's she's drunk, and she's just going to fade out, and Jeff Bridges is going to leave. Right before planting murder. Yeah, so Raul is like, what about the dead body? And she goes, oh, I'll take care of that tomorrow. Way to go. Good thinking. Now, the director does something very smart now. We hear the dial tone of the phone, and it gets real annoying. It goes on for too long, and you could tell the director amped up the volume as we're listening. Right. And Jeff Bridges is the one to take it out of her hand and hang up the phone giving us the subtle message that, like, he's a savior, he's a helper, he's here to help, you know? No, that was her her heartbeat. Her, he unplugged her. <laughs> what? That's I a different know. film. Oh. See, you hear the dial tone, right? But yeah. you hear how they're, he's making it louder. Whoa. Well, you know, Sydney Lumet worked two, uh, two weeks with the dial tone. They did rehearsals beforehand, uh, a lot of one-on-one, -on -one, and this was the 50th take. I remember the I saw the uh, dailies, and the dial tone was not monotone. It wasn't dissonant enough. He really well, got yeah. that out of, yeah. You were, you were with the uh, ILM guys, and they said, don't worry, we have a Cracker Jack audio department uh, over the ranch. Yeah. Cracker Jack. Cracker Jack. Well, what do you mean? Well, they're, they're covered in peanuts and they're like glazed popcorn. and <laughs> Cracker Jack. There's a temporary tattoo if you're lucky and a little paperback. What now, do you, you mean know Lloyd Bridges, right? From Airplane? Yeah. Uh-huh. That's his dad. <clears throat> Jeff Bridges. Well, and then he has his uh, brother, right? Um, yeah. Bo Bridges. Bo Bridges, who doesn't do as many films. And he's been a lot of good films, though. And, you know, yes. he, I've seen him act when he does act. Yes. You know. 
But that's the well, thing. Like, it's sort of like b both of them can be proud. Like, Jeff Bridges does more roles, but Bo doesn't care. He's just as good and just as yeah talented and. Well, I think like Jeff Bridges is like as movie star as you can get, and he had a huge resurgence. Like, you know, not yeah. just Big Lebowski, which had this weird cult that just came out of it, but or it his works in seventies stuff, but. Like that film where he's the country singer and they right. won an Oscar, and then suddenly he was like untouchable. Uh, yeah, and he did. Uh, what is it? Pennington Road or something? The 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 uh, the Suicide Bomber one. Huh. Uh, what was that? Arlington Road. Was that what it was Arlington called? Arlington Road. Yeah. He's done a lot of great films. He's done a lot of great movies. He's been. Yeah, he's just been around forever. I mean, he's he's. Uh, Yeah. I was going to say he's no Kurt Russell, but he is. Okay, so now we're having a pity moment, and she's like, oh, hello. Congratulations. Yeah. You look and great. You look like that exercise sick. Look at her hair, man. Wow. She was just sleeping, and it's fine. Oh, my goodness! <laughs> Another dead body? Weren't you on Dynasty? Falcon Crest. I mean, Falcon Crest. Jesus Christ. Don't have to worry about it. So this is just a weird, weird-ass thing. The body is now in her shower, and the cops are coming. Now, look, she's being such a kook here, but she has good cause. You see, she knocked over the gardener. But she knows the cops are coming. Her, her cops yep. are tickling. She's in her robe. Look at that. So Rob, uh, Wonder Woman was in a robe, running around. I stand line. corrected. Look at the VW. It's original. It's a '70s one. Ooh, looking fine. If you look closely, you can see director Paul Rosinski sleeping in it. <laughs> so she's running. She's running. Of course she is. Yeah, she's on the lamb. That's that right. Who's should show up? Is it Bridges? Yeah! Bill what Bridges. is this? Lloyd Bridges? Come here! Get over here! Get over here! Do you think his name was Babe Bridges? And he said, fuck you, Dad. I'm changing it to Bo. Your name is Babe Bridge. He got an Academy Award nomination for this. I don't know, man. It, she does do a good job, but not always. Not every scene. So is he gaslighting her? Can you tell me that? Like, does he He's really not. It, look, the film tries to make us think that over and over. You're doing it right now. He yeah. does. You see, he's an innocent dude. Just an innocent dude. Da -da, da -da, da -da. So, he is just an innocent dude. Children of a Lesser God won the Oscar. She got nominated for Best Actress, but M Marley Maitland for Children of a Lesser right. God beat her out. And also, don't forget the children who live in the corn. They won like Best Supporting Actor for that movie. <laughs> right? Is that like the religious uh, Children of the Corn? <laughs> children of the Corn 8, the religious movie, Children of the Lesser God. I'm not making a joke about that because that would just be chill. That would be corny. That would it would be, be corny to make fun of. Them children was corny, man. 
Let's look at her Budweiser product placement. Oh, that's a product? Listen, if you need a good sit down at a, in your car and crack open a beer, why don't make it a Budweiser? <laughs> Free uh, all the cassette laws are avoided in Los Angeles County. That was part of their summer kickoff. This summer, check out the uh, the morning after, and then afterwards, crack open a Budweiser nice in the parking lot. It'll make you your driver leave the convertible. Oh, this is so LA. Okay, so now he's finally she's finally told Jeff Bridges the real truth. What's going on? Okay, and he's like, I think you should call the cops. I used to be a cop. I know a cop in LA. You should call. By the way, my Los Angeles sense lets me know yeah. this is clearly 7006 clearly. Sunset Boulevard in Hollywood. All right? It's an IHOP. It's the IHOP. Oh, 7006. Right. The other one used to be the old Radio Shack. That yeah. is a really – you sure it's not a Shakey's because they well, have your Los Angeles? Many a morning house? after I have spent in this particular IHOP for my days in L.A. Yeah, they just sponsored the movie, The Morning After, sponsored by Denny's. <laughs> Featuring beer, or park a Sonic Drive-In, Drive-In for Budweiser. Look how it's like they're drinking in a car. It just never would do it today, you know? Not if you're an alcoholic in the middle of Los Angeles. No, I mean in a movie. Like, like it's, it fits the movie. Nobody's saying be a drunk and drive drunk. But today, they wouldn't even show that because it implies you, it. it well, they, would imp pull up to a, they would pull up to a giant sign that says, don't drink and drive and no smoking. <laughs> and then drink. <laughs> yeah. Like the um, no smoking one. Yeah. Every 80s movie has like an anti-smoking thing in it. You Which know? makes sense. But they kill a lot of people. Like Nick Nolte is still going to shoot another 48 hours worth of people. I not, see. I gotcha. <clears throat> that could stop them from killing <clears throat> people for entertainment. All right. Okay, now here's something interesting. Uh, there was two people who wrote this. One guy, James Hicks, and the other is David Rayfield, who is not credited. But James Hicks is even a stage name. The truth is there's this producer in Hollywood. His name is James Cresson, and this is the only screenplay he ever, ever wrote. For some reason, he's billed as James Hicks, huh. and – this this guy who's uncredited is was a frequent collaborator of Sidney Pollock. He wrote The Firm. You would think his name would be on it. Oh, so do you see, he was a collaborator for with uh, Sidney Lumet and not the uh, Sidney, Sidney Pollock, the fish. Yeah, Sidney Pollock. And fish. he wrote The Firm, which is when you should not order Firm Pollock because it is just it's lamenty. <laughs> No, he's Cindy Lament, not Pollock. I get the two mixed up. So he wrote the firm. He brought them the script, and they said, this is a porno. I, they said, I, was like, I thought that's what you asked for. No, like a law firm. Oh. 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 This is a film about tofu. Get it away from me. It's no, law firm, not firm tofu. Not firm tofu. Oh. Look, she's got her four-pack. She's already down. <laughs> yeah, she's already knocked out too. That's okay, why you need to this is 
a famous um, uh, drag queen. His name is James Hake. Um, <clears throat> his nickname's Gypsy. If you know drag queens, which I don't, you would know that this is James Gypsy Hake. And uh, he was in To Be or Not To Be in 83, Clifford in 94, of course, this movie. But Whoa. really, he's he does this thing in Lake Tahoe at, at a casino, the Horizon Casino and Resort. It's a drag show. He's that's had a 10-year really run. This is, that's a great uh, film bio. You got this movie. You have Mel Brooks' remake of To Be or Not To Be, which is very campy. And then what was the other one? Clifford the Dog. Yeah, the clip. Oh no, not Clifford the dog. It's Clifford the Martin Sheen as the boy child. Clifford, oh, who oh. annoys Charles Grodin. It's a terrifying movie. Okay, it's like one of the great bad movies. I messed that up clearly. You recommend wow. I put it in my Netflix click? If you also uh, include Leonard Part Six, Leonard Part Six and Clifford make it a double feature. Okay, but what is Leonard Part Six? It's Bill Cosby. Yeah, Bill Cosby tried, you know, he was the number one hit cessation on television in the 80s after decades of, of being on television and, and just comedy albums. Gotcha. And they said, well, we could translate this Cosby show into movie magic. And they made Ghost Dad. And they made... <laughs> Ghost uh, Dad was so bad. <laughs> Ghost Dad was, you know, like, he's alive. And then you're like, this is not what I paid money for. In 25 minutes from now, he better be dead because that's what's <laughs> on the poster. And they do this, like, campy bit where he's like, oh, I got my foot stuck in the coil and the coil is spinning upwards. I'm hanging from, whoa, I missed that. I could have died. And then what would happen? And then uh, Bill Cosby also had a film called Leonard. Part six, and it was a parody of spy films. He was a super spy named Leonard. Oh, and he 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 had an operation, and I think the villain also they lived in Oakland, like so it was it Art. was fun in Oakland, which I like. But it's a super comic. It's really bad. Did movie. you recognize places? Yeah, I think like the, they use like merit maybe, and I think they might have a. They might say this is Oakland. I don't think I recognize that. It's well, like cartoonish. as I watch this with my recognition of Los Angeles, I know yeah, it. Oh, yeah, you have some keen Los Angeles. 24 Melrose Avenue. This is the burger that ate LA. I used to have many uh, morning after drunken mornings when I would eat at the burger that ate LA. Oh, it's home of the world famous burger that ate LA, <laughs> which is a two fried, this uh, fried, hard boiled egg, no, right. fried egg, cheese, onions. Bacon. French onions, French onions, French onions breaded, yeah. breaded French onions. Uh, double cheeseburger. In all seriousness, it's a Starbucks now. Really? Yeah. They allow trees in Starbucks? <laughs> what? Wait, is it in the restaurant or did they convert the restaurant? No, the burger that ate LA is gone now and it is a Starbucks. So they put okay. a Starbucks inside the burger that eats LA. So there's like two. No, they, no, they replaced it. The burger that oh. ate LA go, went away. And, and then hair someone hair built a Starbucks. This hair salon is a Starbucks. It's full of no. stars. Look at his uh, very light, you know, the 80s, like light and... fabric and the thin jacket. You know, not Miami Vice, but it's like thin. It's not like white, but it's off-white. There's something off-white about that. 
So basically now they found the body and they know that uh, Jane Fonda is a suspect uh, in the murder. They know that she's done stuff in the past. Come on, you're the husband. And they're grilling him. That's pretty good. And we also missed something. Jeff Bridges is still hanging around. And the reason they do it well in the way they wrote it now he says to her, like, I believe you're innocent because there's no I, I left when I left you last night, that body was not in the shower and you were passed out drunk. Somebody put it there. I know you're innocent. So now <laughs> he's a helper. He's, he's, he's now he's in cahoots with her trying to figure out this mystery. He's helping her. Yeah. Look at those 70s glasses. They're, well, they're 80s, too. They're 80s. Yeah. Well, that that's started. Look. Okay, like so a... yeah. he's finally calling the cop friend who we're seeing right now. And you might recognize him because, you know, he was in... Um, um, Is it Pat McCormick? It's Richard Fornoji. Um, he was in Repo Man. He was in Midnight Run. He was in Serpico. You've seen his face before. All right. I've seen those movies already. Serpico, wasn't that Cindy Lament too? Uh, no, not that I caught. Dog Day Afternoon was. That was around yeah. the same, I think the same year. Maybe, that Cindy, maybe that's Cindy Pollock. Yeah, this so, guy's all right. Was, yeah. What about well, all he does, you see the IHOP roof? Yeah. All he does in this film is I'm a cop. I'm asking you questions. Like he doesn't do any real. There's no stretch here for him. He doesn't say no. Wait, where's the body? Why are you not at the police station? <laughs> he he nailed it too. He goes, is well, let's see, what is her star name? Goodness. Her star name is Vivica Van Loren, but her real name is Alex Sternbergen. And he's we know like, her real name is Jane Fonda. And he, yeah, right. And he, he knows it too. He does. Ooh, look at that. That's kind of that pinkish hue. Yeah, so I don't smog. know if that's intentional. You see, the sky above might have been doing that. I think there was they they shot it for this effect. Now, my LA smarts tell me nothing. Uh, about this, and I think it's because it's uh, Crips turf. Oh, so right. I would have never you, gone there. Yeah, you can't. You can't get service out there. You're, it doesn't. It doesn't scan there. You don't. You get any bars. Crips service. Well, I mean, if you can't wear certain colors in that neighborhood, it doesn't have anything to do with the bars. No, they have full cellular co coverage. Oh, they have full coverage. I got you. Well, you know, I guess my Los Angeles sense. I think I'm just guessing. It's two four nine. Uh, La Brea. La Brea. Yeah, two four nine. La Brea. Oh, that's not La Brea is prettier than this. Not at the beginning. Not at two four nine. <laughs> okay. Not yeah. That not when you get to the tar pit. Yeah. Oh, that is the pits. People ask me like, "Are you sure?" And I go, "Oh, I'm definitely that is the pit." <laughs> So now we're getting into Jeff Bridges' world. And, you know, it's a fix-it-up shop. He's got a lot of books. Uh, you know, he's, he's still working on his uh, uh, 
uh, you know, he, he doesn't have sheetrock. He doesn't have, you see the insulation exposed. He's a fixer upper who's always in the middle of everything. Is this movie going to a halt at Jeff Bridges' house? Uh, well, they're going to fall in love now. So is that grinding to a halt? He's got all these, react. he's got all these books, including of this like whole collection of Nancy Drew, all the Nancy Drew books. Jane Fonda falls in love with it, and she, you know he gives it to her, and she's so ecstatic, happy, and she goes, "I'm going to read this from cover to cover." And then she's like, "When I get into the clear, she realizes she's a fugitive from the law. She cries. They're going to kiss. It's all going to happen." We're not grinding to a halt. We're uh, setting up the romance. What's the third act? Is it coming? The third act will be the chase. You'll see. It's we're we're okay. we're definitely in the second act right now, and we're in the middle. Uh, we're. She hasn't hit her lowest point yet. Got, I don't know. Okay, he also has that loft aesthetic. Yeah, just a couple of bricks and mortars and some boards, and you put up your to your uh, books up there. No, his I aesthetic don't even is have a real bookcase. No, he's un he's rough around the edges. That's his aesthetic. We're not getting a. I mean, he, you know, it's in the back of a garage. I don't know. There's nothing classy, yeah, LA class. Here, she's finding the Nancy Drew books. Yeah, I like the I like Nancy Drew. They're better than the Hardy Boys. What? <laughs> Hardy. They never get a case. They should do the Hardly Boys. <laughs> the Hardly Boys. Right. That sounds like Aqua Teen Hunger Force. They were supposed to be detectives who never got a case. Oh, right. Yeah, I think at one point they, they had a case. but Yeah, in the first, like in the pilot. Right. <laughs> and then once they got the deal, they said, whatever, we're not doing. Well, they lived in New Jersey and then Seattle for a while. Oh, I didn't know about the Seattle part. Jersey for sure. Well, they the show lasted like eleven seasons, and at one point they just it was the same location, but they called it Seattle. Oh, really? Yeah. Filmed in Georgia. Georgia. Yeah. Even cartoons <clears throat> shot in Georgia. Archie. See, now she's realizing again, like, she's a fugitive from the law. Everything's fucked up. She wants a drink. And Jeff's giving her tough love. Oh, yeah. Maybe I'll give some audio and you cannot think it's grinding to a halt. No, I think it's fine. They're falling in love. I think I'm falling in love. You killed a man, then blacked out. Think I'm falling in love, falling in drugs. There's got to be a morning after. That song is nowhere near this movie. Why? They couldn't spend the money. Do you think the song was known back? It was popular back then. Sure, right? It was a '70s song. I think it was past its popularity. What about the morning after pill? Is this before or after that? Yeah, this is way before Plan B. Yeah. <laughs> the morning after the Christian version. The yeah, what was that? Um, what was that series we watched? The first one with uh, Cameron. 
you know, it, it was the apocalypse. The movies about the apocalypse. We saw. We saw. What's his name? Did it on the plane. He was the pilot. Oh, Left Behind, Kirk Cameron. Left Behind. Is that the one where it starts out in Israel? Yeah, right. Like, uh, he's a douchebag uh, auto uh, airplane pilot, and he's so douchebag that he, the, when the rapture comes, he's left behind. <laughs> Wait, maybe I'm thinking of a different film. Kirk Cameron, he's, he's like in the Kirk. desert. The Israelis have a bunker, and he's filming right the whole it world was, uh kirk cameron there was a lot of sequels too so you know it might have been like it might have been like uh the left antichrist behind comes the president yeah that's like the sequels like they okay. were like left behind two like armageddon time of the amiga code i can't believe the i can't amiga even remember code. the title because i really enjoyed watching that film on your show i mean it was yeah perfect for it you know I never learned the Amiga code. I learned the penultimate code, and then I just lost that. <laughs> well, you had already learned the penultimate. Yeah. Well, I already did the, the Amiga code. I just figured... code. <laughs> it's just the Amiga code. You're right. It's the Amiga code. Reprise. Now they're going to... They're going to kiss. Mm. Not this from the book. This is such a bad idea to get involved with her, you know? She, yeah she's a drunk she could have absolutely she killed, killed somebody guy. yeah now wow. i've seen the flight attendant which i i will because i'm in quarantine but it's the same it, premise right the hbo max tv show it, wait do you book. think do you think she's enjoying this as an actress i mean she is young and she's kissing a very she's, famous man i'm i'm sure lloyd was friends with her father her father yeah Probably cracking a beer watching this together. Right. They're watching this either. Our children have grown up, haven't they? Whoa! Look at that. The t-shirt went off too. Maybe she'll do the same. There we go. <laughs> you know what's She's funny? When Jane Fonda is topless, you still can't see her boobs. Well, is it because of the leotard she's wearing? No, it's because of their flat chest. That's why Larry's joke. Look at her back. You see, it's a replica of her front. Is that why you call her, be calling her Peter Fonda this whole time? <laughs> you know, in Barbarella, her boobs defied gravity. Okay. <laughs> wow, she's muscular, Barbarella. right? Yeah, this is like on PG, PG 13. All right. Promise not to be murdered when I wake up. She goes, Jeff, I borrowed one of your bras. I hope that's okay. She, he goes, no, that's just a t-shirt. Oh, really? This is what my <laughs> bras feel like. Uh, is that because she's flat-chested? She just woke up in the middle of the night to make sure that uh, he was still alive. You see her boobs there, but then you see, oh, it's her elbow. I'm telling you, I would do the same thing. I would wake up and be like, you alive? Did I kill you? Look, Mike, ooh, look, ooh. seriously. Come on, look, look. There are no boobs. Okay, I'm so what looking. she did is she woke up in the middle of the night and she went on a bender and she just got shit face drunk. And now Jeff Bridges will judgy judge her. 
Now, is this like Scooby-Doo where like the one other character introduced in this film is the killer all along? Yes. So let's, let's recon. Like, who are Scooby-Doo characters in this movie? All right. There's Sassy Girlfriend. Might have done it. There's... Sassy Girlfriend? Who's that? I don't know. I, I don't remember this movie. I know we're halfway through. Oh, okay, well, like... who did we meet in this movie, right? We've met James. Lossy and... takes no grudge. We we met Ralph. Oh, it has to be Ralph Julia. Bingo. He's the only other person in this movie. Bingo. So spoiler alert, because I love yeah. to spoil it. Just tune out, but you shouldn't tune out because you're never gonna watch this film except with us. So, so he like, I'm jealous. You keep banging guys on the side. No, not at all. It. Not at all. He is gonna marry the socialite girl. She's like a rich girl, and he's gonna marry into marry into like. The Harrington's fortune, you know what I mean? Yeah, sure. Los Angeles knows. So that guy in the beginning who has <clears throat> does naked pictures of girls has Ms. Richie Rich's naked pictures and has been blackmailing her for years. So that, you know, his fiance freaks out and kills him. So Raul, to save the fiance and still marry her and still join a big family, frames his wife, yes. His ex-wife, right? Because he's marrying the socialite? Well, no, they're not exes yet, and she is going to get um, the bad news that they're getting divorced, and that he'll explain why. And she'll be on board with it. She'll be okay with it. Look how upset she is. She's a very good actress, I swear to God. Well, you know, it's real vodka out there. Give me that bottle. Oh, my God. Look at that. You're wasting the bottle. All right. Promise to pour me another glass. What? What? That's the cop. Whoa. Whoa. Violence. He is a cop, you said, right? He's an ex-cop. He got uh, disabled. Um, he got needed superpowers? Incident. He, he got stabbed, and now he just cannot shoot straight. And so he's disabled, and he's retired. Yeah, you got to put him out in the pasture when they, so they can't shoot straight. So he went to Professor X school for ex-cops and yes. became an ex-cop. Yeah, that's right. And uh, He went to the ex-cop academy. <laughs> and uh, it was oh, him, Tackleberry. It was well, yeah, that uh, that quiet lady who gets really loud. Oh, that that guy who keeps getting people into accidents. So she goes to the lawyer to get help. I mean, she's you know, but the lawyer hasn't seen the news, so he thinks she's there for the divorce. So we're going to have an ugly, well, it's not ugly. She keeps it together. But we're going to learn that that uh, Raul wants a divorce, and she's pissed. And that was the lawyer's elevator pitch. That was his elevator pitch. Ooh, look at the colors <laughs> in this room. It's so 80s. Yeah, yeah. It's Los Angeles. Right, and it's got that Miami Vice pink. That's just right. Miami pink. Uh, but it's the same color as the Los Angeles smog in this movie. Yeah. But did you, you ever notice that, like, every 15 years ago, L.A. tries to adapt that, like, light sky blue and pink flamingo look? And my and nobody buys it. That's Miami's look. No, but uh, Los Angeles could carry that off. 
Yes, it's it can. Ironic. Oh, Kathy Bates. Kathy Bates. Oh yeah. What are you an expert on this? You're a masturbator. I'm a master uh, at Kathy Bates. And sometimes I think Kathy Bates and Jack Black are the same person. You might be right. Okay, so Kathy Bates has established herself as one of the finest, like America's finest stage actresses. She got a Tony Awards and everything. Uh, but it, right now she's trying to break into films. Uh, that's how she's she got this. She's a concerned neighbor. So she, uh, here's an off-Broadway. Yeah, she's doing an off-Broadway play right this moment. She won an Obie Award for Best Actress in 1988. Uh, this guy wrote the play for Bates. And she did The Road to Mecca, replacing Amy Irvin also in 88. So she's about to break into movies. This was well, like cool. one of her first roles. Now that cat, like why does she have the cat? Why did he get the cat at the end of that? Uh, the cat is, she. he was basically talking to the neighbors and finds out that they had a woman screaming hysterically, sort of like a blonde. I mean, they were trying to, they're trying to set her up. That's what Jeff Bridges is finding out. He doesn't know who. Raul Julia. Yes. This guy. This guy right there. Right. And he's like, I need to you to change my look. I need a totally new cut my hair. And she's pissed because of the divorce. You have no idea that he's the murderer, this guy. No, I, I well, not the murderer. He's the, only, he's the only other person in this movie. So who else would it be? Yeah, not not the murderer, but the the guy Master who frames her. Yeah, yeah. He's You're right. Gaslit. Who else could it be? The cop. Right, like we didn't meet that many people. It was it was the the, the lights in the uh, studio. Right. This was the cheapest set ever. They just went into the regular, you know, office. Right. Yeah, they went to the green room. They right. sat in their trailer. So now she's learning about the divorce and it has nothing to do with their troubles. You know, he, he knew about it a week ago and he's explaining that he's going to, you know, he's going public. That means stockholders, he, it gets complicated and he's going to marry this socialite. Oh, you met somebody. <laughs> but she's going to drop the bomb. Gonna drop the bomb on her. Isabel Harding. Harding. What? Wow. But look, Jane's not mad. She's impressed. Right. I mean, they haven't really been married for years. They're just good friends, you know. Wait, did he just say I killed her? Kill them? Mm -mm. Do you bang her? <laughs> uh, what's with her? Then what is it? Yeah, he was in a lot of good stuff. Yeah, he was. And a lot of stage stuff. Well, one of my favorites was he did this PBS like uh, science fiction movie, and it was mm -hmm. shot on video. It was one of those like live on video really productions. Yeah, and it was like 
black and white uh, 80s thing or 70s but it looks like really dated like you know uh-huh yeah that makes sense that weird that weird black and white video shot so he was in tempest but i remember first bumping into him in kiss of the spider woman yeah right uh, that's right that was his big breakout role now in the 80s he was in francis ford coppola's one from the, the heart yeah and he was in the rookie in 1990 by clint eastwood i mean i don't know adam adam's family but that's really not fair to his acting chops you well, know was, his last was his last role was street fighter the movie yeah he died sort of tragically he um he was in his 60s early 60s i no, he was in his 50s and he got sick um something about his intestines it was cancer i think and they took out i'm not sure something about his intestines and then seriously he ate bad sushi and had a problem i uh, went to the hospital then he went out like to the met to see opera and he just got so sick they rushed him to the hospital he was gonna recover he was reading a script that he was gonna do in the hospital and he died he just surprised everybody by passing away wow that's crazy yeah and it's it's uh i mean you can say he lived a full life it's not like that but i mean he had potential he was going to go on you know what i mean he had at least 30 more years of acting in him now there was uh, a movie with mel gibson called tequila sunrise mm -hmm. right and it was him and like uh, i think kurt russell and they were they're both banging michelle pfeiffer and like uh, <laughs> Raul Julia was like, and she was a chef. Uh -huh. and Raul Julia was spying on her, and so he like spies on them, lovemaking. And Mel, her Mel Gibson, and then I'm Mel Gibson comes that in. down. Tequila yeah, so he, sunrise. Tequila sunrise. So he goes in the kitchen, right? And he's like eating her food, mm -hmm. and he <laughs> and uh, he goes, if she throws out the garbage, marry her. Because he's seen her them fuck, right? And then mm -hmm. he's eating her food, so he's like, check, the, 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 you got one more step. Okay, this was know. a really weird scene. Really weird scene. The cop, who he knows, they just happen to bump into each other, and he happens to tell Jeff Bridges all about the case. I don't know why. It is stupid. It's just the way cops are. Coincidences like this don't happen. It's dumb. Okay, now she's happy because she looks like the way she used to look before she was a star. Now, oh, I'm wow. not buying that. Look at that hairstyle. It's of the times, right? It reminds me of what was her big movies as an actress. It was like uh, The Lemon Drop Kid and, I don't know, Wish Me a Rainbow. Who are we talking about here? The the actress that she's portraying. I don't oh, know. I don't what know. We don't get into it. No. But in the, in the newspaper clipping of her being accused of, it was like black and white. That makes sense from a, 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 move, you know, a newspaper, but it really looked like 1950s uh, picture. Now, when does she get accused? When does she in the newspaper? Is that still going to happen? Uh, when did she yeah. get accused? uh she went on remember they went to the cops went to her house and found the body in the shower at right. that point she was accused okay well, you know i canceled my subscription that week <laughs> really yeah, that was I just, the, uh, yeah you I fall was behind so fast 
My team was losing, so I canceled my subscription. Okay, so now we're learning about Jeff Bridges, you know, and he's trying to help me or whatever. And Raul, we don't know it as the audience, but what he's doing is planting seeds of doubt about him, accusing him. He must have put the body there. Who else could it be? You were passed out. You know, this right. guy's not gaslighting, but he's gaslighting you. And she starts, oh, she's believing it. It's not going to go anywhere, though. Oh, he's lying to her now? Well, he's, she, he's, he's spinning it. He's spinning it. Like, this guy is the, he did it, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. The only other thing about Raul is he's Puerto Rican, and he's, he was very proud of that. <clears throat> oh, why? Did you guys get into a conversation? Uh, no. <laughs> you know, he would, he would support, uh, causes and no it's it's known on wikipedia that he was right, about it, yeah. being puerto rican look at this little love nest he's got going this sunken, uh, yeah no, this is in right. the basement right like he had to go down the stairs well it's he's st they're still at the hairdressers he lives there oh okay a nice fireplace going it is a nice setup in the basement you look like a bar. She's yeah. she found the bar. You all, she knows where everything is. She doesn't, she said, pick alcohol you like. So she reached out her hand and whatever collapsed into yeah, her right. fingers. Got it. This Don't worry about do. me. Now look, she's going to pour the drink, but maybe she's not. But maybe she oh. is. But maybe she's not. Maybe she is, Carl. No, maybe she's not. Well, she didn't she drink yesterday when she made love to Jeff Bridges, and then in the middle of the night, she drank her brains out. Right. Well, she thought it was Bo. <laughs> Uh-oh, someone's watching. You can tell yeah. the camera's not moving yet. Well, it's Gabe Kaplan driving. And, yeah. <laughs> and... Frank Serpico's partner. Oh, look, it's the Harringtons, the Huffingtons. It's the Hardings. Oh, the New York Harding. City Harringtons. Yeah. Hello, hello. 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 I will join your rich people's place. There, there's the fiance. And she's on purpose, not that pretty. Those long tables, man. Like if you if you kick the table, you probably could knock over a chandelier. Uh, cabal, yeah, and, and that it would light the table on fire. Yeah, that's now what it she's, is. This is Diane Salinger, and she's been in a lot of stuff. Pee Wee's Big Adventure. I mean, uh, yeah, big the the creature, right to die. Bird in 1988, for keeps in 1988. I don't know. She goes away. But, is she uh, playing for keeps? No, no, that was oh, for keeps. It's a different yeah, movie. That was Jimmy Bayo who was playing for keeps. Jimmy Bayo was playing for keeps, but she was just for keeps. So on Facebook, I reached out to the lead actor who had, you know, 
Yeah. You did? I said, I, we watched a film of yours and, you know, I t- told him about the podcast a little. I didn't, t- he didn't reply to me. I just wrote to him, you know, I would love to interview you about your experiences for, you know, he, let's see if Wait, he replied. Jimmy Bale? No, it was uh, the, okay. the actor. See, the actor didn't go on to do anything else of prominence. So that's why I think he'll talk to me. Oh, well, yeah, well, I'll have a story to tell for sure. Don't go in the closet. The Don't closet, go in the course. closet, he said. Don't go in there. Jeff Bridges! Trapped Wait, in the closet. I'm thinking that you're the guy who did everything wrong. Oh, my goodness. No, you're thinking of bearded Jeff Bridges. No, you're thinking of the guy trapped in the Tron world. So, yeah, that's right. So he's showing that the blonde hair they found, which I didn't mention, comes from her wig. And the only person who had access to that was Raul. The pube fairy. I mean, Raul. And she's buying it. She's buying it. Now, he didn't even compliment her new hair. I know. It's pretty rude. And his hair looks pretty shaggy, actually, like it's later. Actually, seriously, his hair looks like it's grown. Look. Oh, that's weird. (laughs) Well, he had like a lumpy haircut in this movie anyway. Yes, that's true. I could be wrong. This might not be six months after shooting and they got to reshoot. Ironically, no one got a haircut during this production. So they're, they're going to get her out. Clearly, Raul framed trained her and she can't believe it she's getting her clothes oh oh face face to the face now look jeff bridges is all bloody and he's out yeah bridges that bridges down the bridge is out the bridge is down bridges out okay so you could see raul showing his true colors here he will do anything to protect Isabella Harding. While she watches? Uh, she's, she's saying, we can't do this, we can't do that, you know, like, like, now look, Jeff is up. Jeff is up. He's bloody, but he's up. All right, the bridge is back up. don't do it. I knew that you were Puerto Rican. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's what she said. Oh, blood gets in your eyes. Blood gets in your eyes. Look Ew. at Jane Fonda's acting here, man. I'm not going to be drowned. Oh, right. Get off of me. Ouch. That must have really hurt. Look at that. Th- th- I mean, it's not a double. She's doing that. It's, you think it's really her? Yes. You don't think it was Henry Fonda getting some extra money in? <laughs> Peter, I mean, Peter Fonda. Well, Peter Fonda, she, actually, Jane Fonda refused to be nude for most of this, uh, she, and Peter Fonda did a body double. <laughs> I got you. There you go. Ding. <laughs> no, on Golden Pond was a big, like, triumphant moment for the, all the Fondas. Well, on Golden Pond, uh, Jane Fonda claims it really was. The, the personality of Henry Fonda. But let's not ruin Jeff Bridges just shot a dude. 
the cops bust in. Of course, they're too late. They're too late. She goes, who's fired the weapon? And Isabella outs Raul. And Gabe Kaplan comes in to clean up the mess. Oh, what a mess. It's going to be a lot of paperwork. <laughs> Start me a cup of pot of coffee. Mm -hmm. So wait, that's now, it? Well, no. but Isabella betrays Raul by saying Raul killed you know the the uh, the guy in in bed with uh, Jane Fonda, oh, and they all wife. know that she, he was covering up her murder. So they all get a look on their face. Let's see, where is it? Watch, do it, do it. Here we go. I oh Raúl, very good. Officer, as a snitch, I have to tell he you this. killed Horshack. What? And yes, everyone's like, Amber what? Reed. But Jane Fonda doesn't open her mouth. Neither does Jeff Bridges. They just let Raul take the rap. Well, yeah. Because Jeff Bridges wants to get, you know, he's starting a new life. He's got a new girlfriend. <laughs> my father is Joshua Harding. What was that last thing you said? I was looking at Gabe Coughlin's uh, afro. Well, I'm just saying, like, he doesn't need, like, Bridges doesn't need them. He's going to be, like, working at Stark Industries. Everything's set for him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's right. Well, he was... He wanted the power source from uh, Tony's chest, right? Right, yeah, exactly. To build more weapons. Well, it's the story of all those movies. It's like, wow, you have a you have a superpower? I'm jealous. I want that superpower. I'm going to build the same thing as you. Hey, yeah, didn't that happen in the third one with uh, uh, um, Pope of Greenwich Village guy, right? He, he, oh, yeah, also... the second one. Yeah, he he's like a Russian, right? Yeah, Iron Man killer. He wanted the superpower, so he made his own robots. You're right. Oh well, it used to be a time where those movies would come out every three months. Okay, so everything's wrapped up. She is innocent. She's off the hook. So why isn't the movie over? It's time to, for this to be done. No, yeah, she's going to meet up with Jeff Brooks, uh, Jeff Bridges again. Correct. They got to get together. So. What's been happening is all the time that Jeff Bridges has been in the hospital, she's been staying at the hospital and not drinking alcohol. Well, that's ridiculous. That's what it, she is. That's the best time to do it, right? Yeah, when he's right. not looking. <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking. I mean, look, if you get sick, you're in the hospital. Look, Jane Fonda's got a balloon. I brought you a flowers and a balloon. I know how much you love it. Chapter one, I got you a balloon and some cloud makeup. <laughs> Surprise, here in a coma. Did Lloyd come by yet? No, not yet. Well, has Bo phoned? <laughs> he said, Has Lloyd's call? No. <laughs> 
So I heard you were banging. Yeah. So now, okay, I don't understand why, but basically Jeff Bridges tries to break up with her. It it doesn't make sense why he would. She's bad news, Carly. She's going <laughs> in the hospital. Well, he says, we really don't know each other, you know, three days on the run. But meanwhile, he was the one always pursuing her. It doesn't make sense why he doesn't. Yeah, and, and look where look where he wound up. <laughs> so you think he's saying, lady, you're lady. bad news. We should have never gone to that maskless party. That's hand banged up. Yeah. Like a true feminist, Jane Fund is not wearing a bra right now. Uh-huh. And your opinion? Oh, you can't tell. Yeah, you can't tell. I got you. <laughs> Tom Harding was like this. I think he was in uh, the Chicago 7 movie. Like he was one of the real life uh, uh, defendants. The Chicago Seven. Which one? Who? Harding? Tom, Tom Tom Hayden. Oh, Tom Hayden. Gotcha. But he became like this yuppie entrepreneurial. Uh, right. It really was a thing. He was a Wall Street guy, and they interviewed him after that, and he was like, "This is America. Makes this is the heart of America." He was trying to rationalize it, like he was trying to get in the game. It was, and so he was married to Jane Fonda at the time during that. Completely opposite uh, of the hippie lifestyle. I just think he's a sellout joke. But that was when I saw <laughs> yeah. him in this interview. Who knows? Well, that was, I mean, that's the 80s for you. But yeah, he was a sellout. But he was one of the Chicago Seven. I forgot who he was playing. I think, uh, I don't know. Uh, Jeff Bridges played him in the movie. Who knows? Mm -hmm. here's, some, here's some water. All right, come on, hurry up. Break Here's up with her. Here, this is called non-alcoholic liquid. Water. Yeah, I, I guess. I made you a pillow. Listen, I don't want to be come off uh, smothering, but I made you a pillow. <laughs> I've got to put it over your head. <laughs> dude, 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 what a beautiful day. You can see the car drive by. Yeah. My LA sense tells me this is uh, Santa Monica. Yeah, this is 2749 Santa Monica Boulevard. Oh, look, four. that's clearly Ventura Highway. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, Ventura Highway. It's the 105 or the 505 and the 5. See, in, in New Jersey, it's Route 1, Route 95, Route 80. In California, it's the 80. It's the 80, yeah. Take the 80 west. <laughs> Take the 687 to San Jose, 880, 887. See, why does he want to break up? I say rude. Look, he got rug burn. You remember he got hit on the head, right? Right. So why does he have rug burn on his chin? Because he fell on the he fell on the rug. You see what I mean? He wasn't in a car crash. I mean, he hasn't shaven, dude. I don't know. He has a skin condition. <laughs> he had skin. He was nick. He that's a hell of a gash. He got a nick yeah. there. I was shaving, shaving that true grit beard off. 
I gotta keep it PG. Well, he's like that. There's no one else in the room today. The nurses. Well, you're pretty lucky. Wait, she's not leaving the pillow with him. Yeah, she brought the pillow. Here's your fucking pillow. Here's your fucking. Is he gonna walk now from LA? Well, so she got gonna, the hook. He's, he's gonna he did do everything the wrong. Disappearing like, joke. Oh, is it callback? Well, yeah, it's a callback. And remember how it didn't work for for uh, Jeff Bridges? It won't work oh, for her. She won't come back. She's she's gone. She, she will come back. Oh. So we're, he's admitting that he was a drunk, and that's why it's relatable. You have a right to know that I was. I talk down and I judge you. It comes from an angry place. Oh yeah, there you go. Jane, you could. She's a good actress. You could see she got her heart broken right when he said that. Yeah. Well, he was so nice. He didn't uh, ask for any. Oh well, I guess. Uh... Yeah. You know, they they got a lot of people in the theater to see this movie by offering free coffee and cigarettes. You can never smoke in a movie theater, right? No. It used to be movie theaters. I, I remember in San Francisco, there was this uh, movie house where you could smoke in the balcony. Uh-huh. Because I remember go. that was like a, a city ordinance. You, you know, you can smoke inside, you know. You can smoke in the lobby. Uh, yeah, but, that's that was right. But this movie house, like uh, St. Francis, they used to, people would smoke crack in there, like off a of tinfoil or like heroin off a of tinfoil. And I, I once, like, during the 90s, tried to smoke pot, but the, the smoke is too dense, mm -hmm. too thick and noticeable. Right. So I, I blew it under the seats <laughs> so that the smoke appeared, like, a couple uh, seats ahead of me. Eyes are so, <laughs> they're, they're, they're throwing water on the wrong chair. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. Oh, a wizard's appearing in the, the third row. We better run over there. Run right up to the front of the row. It's the Excuse me, sir. Stop soaking that tinfoil for a minute. There's a dragon next to you. Look at her crying. Look at her crying. She's in it. He's good, man. Yeah. Wow. Yay. Based on a true story. Not true. Based on a true story, because Jane Fonda never lost her. She never became an actress has been, right? Right. So in the thank you credits and the end credits, do they thank Bill W.? There is this weird thing with no explanation that they thank. It's just like somebody's first name. Um, I don't hmm. know. I, I even didn't write it down because it's just so weird. You'll see it. They like say thanks to Bruce. I forget what it is, but all right. Well, we'll I didn't find an explanation for it. Bruce, I guess they woke up the morning after and saw Bruce. Well, Carl, so, that was the morning after. What you think of the movie? I thought it wasn't a bad movie for a Hollywood movie. It really strays from your usual formula of piece of crap. <laughs> uh, it it was bad on certain levels. 
uh, and it was cliche on other levels, but all in all, it was, you know, it was a yeah. Hollywood movie. And well, you had you had picked this movie, but I had always wanted to see this film. I had heard about this for a long time. Yeah. And uh, you're right that she does a great job, and it's always great to see her acting. Yes. But, you know, I don't know, here we go. Thanks to, right? Yeah. The... Addicted to Love, we know that song. Right. I'm a dick with a glove. <laughs> Gonna have to... Right, that's when you get your... Uh... Uh, colonoscopy. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was an old Howard Stern uh, song from the 80s about Michael Jackson. Oh. Might okay. as well face it, you're a dick with a glove. Uh, all right, well, that's been the movie. It was fine. It was good. It was, you know, it was in every video store, and now we got to see it, and thank you, YouTube. Carl, I have a movie for next week. Okay. For our next Sunday show, which we'd love for you guys to listen to and subscribe to. Uh, it is... I was so inspired by the first movie of the year, uh, Playing for Keeps, that I found another dumb white boy starts a, a nightclub <laughs> movie, and it's called The Zoo Gang. It's from the 80s. The Zoo Gang. <laughs> this is going to be shit. All it's right. going to be shit. All right. Uh, yeah. All right. So we're going to indulge me, the inner white boy and myself. 1980-something or... 1981, yeah. do you know? Or? Yeah, well, it's uh, you'll you'll see it. It's uh, okay. Floyd Royce is hosting it. There's a trailer for it. The Zoo Gang trailer. In a zoo. Is it Lakeshore Entertainment? Well, that's the uh, trailer. Yeah, I mean, I don't okay. know if you want to play it, but yeah, I can't hear that's... anything you play. You can't. Not really. The audience can. Okay, well, good for them. Okay, so I will count it down. The Zoo Gang trailer from Lakeshore Entertainment. Three, two, one, go. In a zoo. Look at that child. Yeah, I know. Like, what's how, how did he get in the club? Wow, this is so 80s. What, because he uses a payphone? It must be early 80s. <laughs> now, I don't know what town this takes place in. Look, yeah. Royal, Royal Crown Cola. Right, Royal Crown. Well, that's what the kids drink. <laughs> he made the zoo say no. Oh, it's a no. This could be Cleveland. I'm kid not kidding. Because they're the Cleveland Zoo? Or Columbus. It could be Columbus. It, it, it might be Ohio. I don't know. It could be anywhere America, too. The zoo gang. Morning zoo gang. Uh-oh. The morning. Oh, there they come with their, their clubs. The morning zoo gang. Ah, we know that guy's face. And his teeth. Is that Dee Snyder? No. Of Twisted Sister? No. Ow, they brought that guy over. They really ran that guy over. They, he could have really used Jeff Bridges right there, so he would have Bridge the water. That one guy is such a character actor. He's probably the heavy, like, now you boys, I've got, whoa, he's in that. What about the kid? Do you think he has to sell some computers? I got to go. I got to sell Apple computers. Yeah, he Amiga. does look like a little, uh... oh, this is going to be horrible. 
Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. I didn't. I guess it's because it, I didn't it might be a lot of fun. We'll see. The zoo gang. The zoo gang. You think it's the O gang, but then it winds up that the lightning was a Z. Ah. All right. Well, that's our next movie. Uh, it's the Zoo Gang, a bunch of lovable rascals who open their own bar, uh, and that will be next week. So again, subscribe to our podcast. L W A L F M O Y T W A F L W L W A F L M O Y T. Got on the third time, uh, and also we're on MiniRadio.fm where you can donate money to the station. We go always use it. Go to Venmo and donate at Mutiny Radio. Carl, thank you so much for watching this movie three times and doing the research. A lot of good stuff, a lot of interesting information today. And uh, people can want to know more about Carl. You should check out carlsucks.com or just carl.sucks. They'll, they'll show you his latest Stay, and greatest. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, you can find me at Savage Henry Magazine. Uh, the new issue is out and uh, I'm in it. So check it out. Nice. Yeah. All right. Well, that's been the show. Thank you guys so much. Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... Uh, aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by uh, Here's you. his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. We're hosts of <laughs> YouTube uh, with Michael Spiegelman. Follow us on podcast by with our acronym L W A F L M O Y T. We watch a full length movie on YouTube with you, and you listen to the podcast and yeah. watch the movie at the same right. time. Yeah. L W A F L M O Y T. That's every Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, or if you're Carl, 5%. 5% yeah. Right. I'm so lazy. Three hours later, I finally get to the show. Five p.m. Here's his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch Carl, test, test. Carl, Carl, test, test. Yeah, you're all buzzy. I gotta call back. Let's watch. It's oh jokes to Carl. Movie. Not duh, oh like duh. Oh, that's funny. It's my duh, like French. So it's jokes to Carl. Follow me now. With Michael Spiegelman. Hey, I'm local comedian Edna Mirarea, known for my sketch comedy show, Edna in a Bottle. 
I also happen to be a monologue queen. Yeah. Yes. So when I'm not joking about the state of humanity, I am telling stories. Just like I do in my solo show, Alters for My Alters, where all the characters in my head try to conquer me for stage time. That's right, you better put me on. Leave her alone. Where am I? It won Best of SF Fringe and it's broke-ass steward approved. And I'm screening my solo show on February 5th because it's my birthday. So we're having a drum and bass party afterward with DJ Flacco. Drum and bass. Get your tickets to my show, Alters for my altars and the dance party afterward at Eventbrite. Just go to eventbrite.com and type in Edna Monologue Queen Turns 35. See you February 5th! Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk, MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> As the world gets wackier and less predictable in every way, it is more important than ever for us to all remember our roots. We wouldn't be here today if our ancestors hadn't had the capacity and the skills to take care of themselves and their communities using the resources in the natural world around them and their own two hands. My name is Wonia Tebow of Buckskin Revolution and Alone Season 6, and I started Buckskin Revolution not just to empower people with a wider range of skills to meet their basic needs, but also to inspire them with a sense of fulfillment and connection that comes with living a little closer to the earth and using our bodies, our minds, and our very DNA for what they evolved to do to help us thrive without the need for modern technology and industry. If that sounds appealing to you, I hope you'll join me for the Fall 2020 Buckskin Revolution Online Skills Gathering, an eight-week learning experience designed to work within any schedule. It involves pre-recorded classes, live interactive sessions, and online community learning support from both myself and your fellow students. The need for these skills has never been more pressing, and Buckskin Revolution is working hard to bring them to you. I hope you can join us. Get connected with yourself and the world around you at buckskinrevolution.com. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Well, shoot. From time to time, I've given it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dag nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. 
So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! <laughs> I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... Uh, aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by uh, Here's you. his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch Francisco, what are you doing this week? Come join Mutiny Radio Presents for four different comedy shows supporting local businesses in the Mission District and beyond. On Sunday, join us in the Tenderloin at Resolute Wine Bar, 678 Geary, for Barrel of Laughs at Resolute, an amazing comedy show with the best wines curated by Resolute. On Wednesdays, join us at Asiento at and 21st and Bryant for dinner and a show at Asiento. Delicious tapas, incredible drinks, hilarious comedy Wednesday nights at 7.30. On Fridays at 7 o'clock, join us outside mutinyradio.fm here at 21st and Florida, 7 o'clock for outdoor comedy, socially distanced in the street. And Saturdays, join us at Atlas Cafe SF at 20th in Alabama for Titans of Comedy every Saturday at 2 o'clock. Hey, keep supporting local businesses and comedy here in San Francisco with your friends at Mutiny Radio. St. Valentine's Day Mascara, streaming live on Facebook, Sunday, February 14th, 11 a.m., an international affair hosted by Ms. Noir. Do you crave a carnal comfort? Are you longing for some lecherous lines? Is it seduction from a sultry thought that you're seeking? Or would you rather be ravaged by a and dry? Care to venture a little voyeuristic versification with this lyrical libertine? Or could this wanton words that maybe with an appetite to an allegorical adultery? Why not slake your literary lustings in a press note one-on-one? St. Valentine's Day Mascara, 